Sonando is garbage, but we can learn from garbage. So Sonando is a piece of shit. His content is all stolen and is truly trash. One thing that I find funny though is that people have now realized that he's complete trash and he's just getting massively fucking disliked. Because this is also just stolen from my series, obviously. I don't think I was the first person to show this. It's just where you can switch away and switch back to get more breath. Th that's beside the point. On his channel, when he releases like a normal video, uh, it can do fucking horribly. But he'll release a TikTok just before it, which gets 5.4 million views. This is the blue ball thing that he fucking stole, right? On shorts, he's had these massive huge wins reposting other people's shit. And if you look at his social blade, his channel went from being dead. Utter nonsense, hasn't gotten many views in a while, like uh, he's, he's dead channel. Then just bang, like 45 million views. This is all from shorts. Now, this is nonsense, because shorts don't make you any money. So even while this is gross, that he's got this many views, none of this translates into money, so less concerned. And as is shown by this video doing really fucking terribly, him getting a bunch of subscribers from shorts and a bunch of views from shorts isn't helping him make money or grow an actual audience that gives a shit about him, right? Despite this, I am going to start uploading more shorts to, uh, to YouTube. Ultimately, I am uncertain whether you can actually generate an audience that actually matters from shorts. And that uncertainty makes it so I don't want to miss out if you actually can. I'm going to try and release like one short every day, but they're not going to be like the shorts I released on TikTok, which were just nine by 16 versions of clips of my normal videos. It's going to be me taking my best clips and re-editing them and adding stuff to them to make them better. I'll, I'll use an example for you. Apparently Rockstar hates golfers so much that in GTA 5 they allow you to be an absolute jerk to anyone you play against. Clown. Hey, watch out! Nice shot. Four. Hey, look out! Nice approach. You're a joker. I gotta work on my swing, really. So there's that, and I'll show you what the original clip was. When you go to play a game of golf, you can challenge other NPCs, and the game does not restrict you from performing unsportsmanlike behavior. You can see how clearly one is more appealing, takes more effort, conveying the information in a more entertaining way. My Facts and Glitches series is not the most interesting way of communicating that information. It's just a format that I prefer for that series. The short is clearly better for content, yeah. And so that's what I'm largely going to be trying to do. So if you see these shorts pop up and you might be like, I've seen that before, it's probably going to be different than what you've seen before. I am paying to win sleep. To give you a brief summary of my life chat, I became very sick, very sick for like two to three days. My only suspicion is that I ordered from some new place and I got myself some croissants, a Nutella one, 
strawberry one and one other one, which I assume is like cheese or something, I don't know. And they also gave me like some, <clears throat> what I thought was a piece of it, it was actually like a pizza folded over with a bunch of stuff on top of it. I think maybe I got some sort of poisoning from this place. Either that or I'm allergic to Nutella, because Nutella is not something I normally eat. I've eaten Nutella maybe once in my entire life. It fucking ruined me. Could not fucking sleep, just couldn't do it. Got to bed at 3 a.m., then 5 a.m., and on the next day, 9 a.m. Woke up today, something like 4 p.m., and I was like, I'm buying a new bed. Sleep is the one thing that I suck at most in this world. I will, like, pay to win. In a pay to win sleep chat. So I go, where is closest bed place? And so I rush to a place called Snooze, good name for a place that sells beds. And I'm just like, give me the best of what you got. Show it to me. You don't want to know how much money I spent on bed stuff chat. But I got myself like the best bed frame and an adjustable bed. So you like, I can lift the top or bottom, right? And I can even like increase the middle a bit. It's like motorized and it's got like a control and it can vibrate and give you like a massage kind of thing. And then I got myself a new mattress. Before I had a firm mattress, but and they're showing me all these different types of mattresses. And they put me in this thing and they, they like scienced me to determine what mattress I need. And so I bought that and I bought myself a new pillow, bought myself new like blankets and stuff. And if I still can't get to sleep, I may put myself to sleep permanently, if you get what I'm saying. This is a joke, a kind of funny joke, but you get what I'm saying. Solving why the water tasted weird in my thermos. I also solved a mystery chat. On one of my streams, I was like, water from this tastes weird. Why is that? I don't understand. I'm sure it's a new thing, but I, I think I washed it out. Like, I don't understand. Um, it came with an instruction manual chat that was in the bottle. And so I was drinking from a thing with like a wad of paper and therefore ink in the bottle for like a few days. Could they not have just attached it to the side of the bottle or something? I, you know? So basically, I'm dead. The bottle needs instructions. It said something like, I've, I'm being held captive making these bottles. Please send help. Um, weird instructions for the bottle. I'm not sure what that was about. But I just threw that shit away. <laughs> I kid. I think it was like a bunch of warranty information and stuff and da-da-da. Creator stares at a wall to protest demonetizations. Just being one creator, it's hard to get a complete view of what's going on on YouTube. Even though you've got your backend analytics, it's not telling you like what's happening on other channels or the platform as a whole. You can be missing trends or uh, up and coming creators who are somewhat eating your lunch and you have no idea because you've only got your analytics, right? And so on my backend, I've only got three videos that are demonetized. I used to have like 12-ish, but I talked to the support for YouTube and we worked to get them re-monetized. Like I just removed the parts that were bad. Uh, but with these, I can't possibly fix them because this is just a bunch of swearing for like 11 minutes. This has a joke where uh, the C word is said like 30 times in quick succession. Uh, and this has people having sex in cars as a fact. So I've just left them be. I'm not even sure how readily you can do this anymore because they've changed how YouTube support works. And now I have to go directly through my YouTube rep to talk to the general YouTube support. And it's uh, 
not been nearly as quick a process as before, but I saw this video by Anomaly3, or just Anomaly, he's got like three channels, and he's like, my other videos are all getting demonetized, I'm fucking sick of it, I'm literally gonna stare at this wall for 10 minutes. And so he, so he just stares at the wall for 10 minutes. So exacerbated is he by, by how many of his videos are being demonetized, he's just like, fuck this shit, I'm looking at a wall. And watching this video, I'm like, I guess things are much worse for certain facets of the YouTube community than they are for me. I would think I would be having it the worst because I swear so much in my videos and, you know, it's a, it's a violent video game. But apparently not. Uh, the skins market for CSGO being, you know, a violent video game along with uh, gambling to some degree often receives these kind of demonetizations. Actually, I didn't get Jesus's response to this, actually. About 10 months ago, something changed dramatically and about 80% of stuff started getting demonetized for enabling dishonest behavior, i.e. the shit Anomaly has been complaining about. I've had no luck getting any help from YouTube about it. I think it's likely the algorithm is taking CSGO skins for NFTs and that's been the reason. Unfortunately, I've never been able to get a human at YouTube to help. CSGO skins versus NFTs. CSGO skins and NFTs are pretty much the same. A lot of the problems with NFTs don't apply to CSGO skins. CSGO skins are more along the vein of Pokemon cards. Cardboard is in no way, shape or form valuable. It's only valuable in the eyes of people. And the second that people stop caring about Pokemon, the cards have no value. And that is the same way with um, skins. Like CSGO skins do have practical application within the game. And you don't have all that kind of uh, shady can't be deleted, potentially being able to uh, infect people with illicit code or whatever that steals all their shit and all that nonsense, you know? As I say, everything that people say NFTs can do, Valve has been doing for a decade with CSGO skins. I tried corn dogs for the first time. All my life, I've watched American TV shows and I've watched people eat these things called corn dogs. And I was like, that doesn't look like corn. Why are they called corn dogs? Do they, are they delicious? People seem to like them, that's weird. Funnily enough, on my DoorDash, there was a place that sold corn dogs. Just recently opened. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. I'm going to uh, try some. It's like, okay, you can buy a mozzarella corn dog or a pork corn dog. It says, get a sauce and do you want cinnamon sugar, sugar or no sugar? I'm like, sugar and sauce is what? Uh, okay, I won't have any sugar and just give me one sauce. And so they sent me these things. These are the blandest tasting things I've ever tasted. This is a corn dog. And they even had this variation, which has like chips baked into it. Eat it? No, it's gross. I took a bite out of the other ones. Completely flavorless. It just made me feel a little bit sick, more so than I already do. You're telling me that's not a corn dog? Okay, I'm gonna look up on Google, corn dogs. Chat, I don't know what to tell you. That's what I'm holding. That is a corn dog. Where's the meat? The meat's on the inside. It's, it's a hot dog. It's, a, it's like a pork dog thing in the middle. The other one was cheese, chat, and they're all terrible. You're right, these look bulkier and uh, a bit more battery than those, but it's clearly a corn dog. What I'm trying to say is, America has once more let me down. I accidentally confused everyone by being funny. So I did a community post where I took a picture of myself dead in bed and I was like, I am dead and bored. I miss being alive and not bored, blah. And people wrote comments where they were like, hey man, looking good. I'm like, you're saying I look better when I'm sick? You're like, you're making thirst traps. I am sick in this picture. I am barely conscious. 
But I like this other thing that I wrote. Felt delete, might cute later. Because it's like, felt cute, might delete later. Felt delete, might cute later. And so there's no image. That's hilarious! Confused the fuck out of you? Exactly! Like you read it and you're like, wait, what? I love shit like this. Find it hilarious. Does the internet still hold creators accountable for their actions? Uh, I think Linus was the first person I heard outright say it. The internet always finds out. If you're going to do something, you want to do your best to do it above board, or else the internet's going to find out and uh, there's going to be ramifications for it. Recently, though, I've kind of begun to doubt that, where it seems as though it doesn't matter what you do, as long as you just keep making content, eventually you'll be fine again. It's, it's very rare that a person experiences so much backlash that they can't just recover by just staying in the game and everyone forgets. There's just so many people watching content and eventually the people who hate you leave and the people who don't care stay and they get replaced and the people who leave get replaced by new people and you just, you're fine again. Like it's hard to think of a large streamer who hasn't done something really scummy or run some sort of a scam, you know. Glasses Viper AU returns. Glasses Viper AU is back from the dead baby! Gonna get my eyes checked out for uh, whether I can have them lasered or not. And while the person's like, yo, you just gotta not wear contacts for three days beforehand, I'm like, fuck that shit, I'll do like five days beforehand. Speedrunning isn't dying, but it is for me. Bismuth released this uh, Twitter thread. Ultimately what he's saying is, people who are saying speedrunning is dying, it's complete nonsense. It's simply that you're less involved and less competitive when, than when you were, you were younger. And so it feels as though speedrunning isn't as good as it once was. But in reality, as he points out, like the amount of speedrunners now uh, is nuts. Every single year, there's just more and more and more and more and more speedrunners. My thoughts on this, like I've never said speedrunning is dying, but I've had to accept that speedrunning is kind of passing me by. Clearly, I'm not dedicating all my time to speedrunning anymore, so I can't be competitive as I once was. As much as I really do like watching GT5 speedrunning grow, and I love seeing all the people enjoying it as I once did, or still do, but not to the same degree, you know. I love seeing people develop new strats and all that, and to, to, to you know, see something that I spent so much time developing grow beyond me. A part of me still wishes that I was, like, at the forefront, the best of the best. I know I can't do that, and do all the other things that I want to do in life. You know, accepting that was always a hard pill to swallow. Most of the current speedrunners are speedrunning because they discovered it through you, I'm sure. So there's a way to show that to an extent. Uh, 10,000 people have clicked through to the speedrun GT5 Discord through my links, and uh, about half that has come through the leaderboards. So, like, I'm not suggesting for a moment that I don't have value in the... GT5 speedrunning community. I'm still active in that I do clearly still speedrun and I do take an interest in developments, but I'm just clearly not competitive. And the amount of time I'd have to spend to do that is time I'm clearly not willing to spend. I can't just expect to do runs anymore and be good. Review of the book Steelheart by Brandon Sanderson. There will be no spoilers in this review. So I was recently reading a book I mentioned in Rambles called Steelheart by Brandon Sanderson, and I was really, really enjoying it. However, one sour point for the entire book was that I believed that I had solved the mystery, guessed the twist, like, really early on, like, chapter one. And so for the entire book, I'm like, I'm really enjoying how these characters are being developed and this world is being developed. But, like, can they get on with revealing it already? I already know. Let's go. 
And then it got to the final chapter and I was 110% wrong and I did not expect any of the twists that came out. In hindsight, I'm like, oh yeah, that, that did make sense now because of the, uh, oh yeah, that, 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 and like, oh, okay. And the ending was really satisfying. Brandon Sanderson is just unbelievable. The name of the book is Steelheart. The premise is something called Calamity comes to Earth. No one knows what Calamity is and it makes people into epics, which are basically superheroes. But it's not a big spoiler to say this because it's revealed in like the first couple of pages. The superheroes are jerks along the line of the boys, but kind of worse. As the series goes on, you, uh, you're with the kind of rebel faction against these epics and you learn more about the epics, how they can do what they do, the limitations and, and all that jazz. Um, and it's, it's a very good series. The pressure to be positive when being sponsored by a game. So there's this problem, chat, when you get into advertising stuff. It is the case that you are never required to say only positive things. At the same time, it's obviously the case that if companies see you as being not in their corner, that's it for you. You don't get additional sponsor spots. It's never explicit that, you know, you got to play ball, but implicit just because of how the industry works, you kind of do. All I'm saying is I highly recommend, uh, well, I, I highly respect Skill Up and his opinion on things. And uh, he's a very honest dude, got a lot of integrity. If you ever want to know anything about a video game, go to Skill Up's channel. I don't respect those who do nothing but just own things. I know if you agree, but delegation is a skill. You can practice, learn how to. I feel like you will need to get there when you're ready to. I don't think you should stress it. I mean, I do delegate to. A, I've got, I've got tons of people helping me with stuff. But um, there's just some stuff that I have to handle myself, and stuff that I'll probably never be comfortable having other people do. I never envisioned myself, chat, as like a man of industry or something, a person who like owns businesses that generate me a profit but that I have nothing to do with. I kind of find such ideas almost disgusting in a way. If I am not doing work, I would even say the lion's share of the work, then I don't deserve like the lion's share of the profit. I don't ever want to get to a point where my channel and my business isn't largely done by me. I always want to feel like I'm doing the majority of the work, even if it's only a slight majority. I want to feel like I am the most important part of the machine. And if need be, I can jettison other parts of the enterprise and still be completely fine going along. I don't want to own things that make a profit. I want to make things that are profitable, tangible things. Imposter syndrome or self-sufficiency? No, it's not that. It's that I just don't have a lot of respect for people who sit around and do nothing but still does believe themselves deserving of making a fuck ton of money. I have heard people say their goal is to start businesses that they have effectively no involvement in. They want to start things and just hire people to run the businesses for them and, and get a check each week. And I'm just like, that's just gross. Maybe my, my beliefs will change in that regard, but I just don't like that. Some more news video, a brief look at Jordan Peterson. Okay, so this is potentially a little bit of a controversial video. Uh, some more news is a brief look at Jordan Peterson. There's a constant running joke in this video where he says, don't look at the timestamp because he keeps calling the video a brief look, but the video is three hours long. When I first saw this video in my sub feed, I was like three hours on Jordan Peterson. Like, is this not 
a topic that's been done to death. I'm not going to watch this. I'm just not. But then I was on TikTok like a week later and I saw a clip from the video and it was really funny. It was, in, it was interesting and funny. And I was like, oh, got to go watch that video now. And so I bring this up to showcase that that's how advertising should work. I was shown a piece of the larger project, uh, product. And because of that piece, I'm like, I got to watch the rest. This is what, not what reaction content does because they show you the entire fucking thing. So I already knew that uh, one of the greatest flaws in Peterson is that he will assert things with absolute confidence that he knows nothing about. Uh, subjects, he is nowhere near as learned on as he believes. He will just assert his own conjecture as absolute fact. And because people don't have a sufficient foundational knowledge to know he's doing this, they take what he says somewhat as gospel. There is this idea in... Um, I would say every facet of life that a person who talks confidently and presents themselves as an expert is for all intents and purposes, an expert for people without enough information to know that they're talking bullshit. Right. And Peterson is this way. There's this great part in this video where one of the, the other who works with Peterson, who um, some, somewhat campaigned to have him be accepted in his teaching position. Um, he, he went and watched one of Peterson's lectures and he was blown away at how little scientific basis there was for most of what Peterson was saying. Peterson was just spouting his own particular beliefs about how he wants the world to be as if they were facts to a bunch of impressionable kids in the audience. So like I, I went into this already knowing that Peterson was in large part a fraud, but there were certain things that even I didn't think were false that I'd heard him say. And this video, in its amazing amount of detail, even looks at those clips and says, no, this is also false, and goes into explaining why. It was a very enlightening video on a topic that I didn't feel like I needed more information on. But it was interesting and funny. And so I highly recommend watching this video, uh, even though it's going to take you three hours. It is funny. It is insightful. Clearly, some people who are in the cold of Peterson don't really like it. But the world is just a very uncertain place, chat. And it's hard to know who you can trust and what the true state of affairs is. And everyone's looking for that guy just speaking confidently that says the things that you want to hear about how the world works. And, you know, some people are going to be attracted to Peterson as one of these people. Yeah, so good video. Highly recommend it. Be sure to like and subscribe. Also leave a comment if you have something on your mind. My feed gives them to me from all over my channel. It doesn't matter how old the video is. I wish you all the best.